Are you ready to vibe? You're listening to Creepy Vibes Only. crashed <laughs> this is going well <laughs> so we're restarting our episode oh my god this is officially the lost that was like our lost audio yeah so look sad. at us first milestone i know 2022 <laughs> wow so exciting yeah i was like talking for a while and i'm like this is very quiet <laughs> like the fuck is emma out now and then it I couldn't pronounce the word. I was asking for correction as to how to pronounce the word, and you never answered. So I was like, hmm. Very strange. <laughs> Something's up. Something funky. <laughs> oh, well. So we had a really nice intro for you guys, but we lost it. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. So you don't get an intro. <laughs> get an intro. Oh, it's got a... Hey, it says our. Our recording is then processing. Maybe it's the other episode. Yeah. How long is the recording that's processed? Uh, I can't see. I can't see. Let me let me check. Check 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 check. Seven seconds. That seems short. <laughs> it says two hours ago. Did we lose the other episode too? No. That might have been uh, when I was just doing some testing. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. that sounds like a test. I'm a little scared right oh. now that we've lost the other episode as well. Well, we'll find out. We will. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're <laughs> obviously not going to pretend... <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, it's very awkward. We're sorry. You should tell them the creepy fact again, though. Yeah, because it was so gross. I need to tell you. It's just a fun thing to say again. So, yeah. this is from that BuzzFeed article. So, 19 weird facts about death. And the fact is, your eyeballs will flatten soon after you die. And they will basically look like an old dehydrated grape. Yeah, I was going to say, like a raisin. Little prune eyes. Like, more like, it's still going to have the shape of the grape, but just be, like, flat and bumpy, you know? Okay, so, like, if you sucked the juice out of a grape. Kinda. Just not as small as a raisin. Well, I'd hope not. Yeah. I mean, eventually, they'll just decompose. Yes. So, basically, at the funeral, they just put little caps on your eyes to make them look normal. Yes, they do, and they have little spikes Mm -hmm. in them. They're, like, kind of like contact lenses. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking gross, man. I love them. Did I? I made you watch the Ask a Mortician, didn't I? Yes. Oh my god, I you guys! Opinions I'm in love about with him. him. I'm in love with him. <laughs> I think he. He's a family, so obviously, like, I mean that in the like celebrity crush sense. <laughs> I'm not a homewrecker. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's Wired. Maybe I can't remember. Some news entertainment source has this like Ask a series. Yeah, they have an Ask a Mortician series, and like. It's kind of 
morbid, obviously, because it's death. Yeah. But it's fascinating. He and is he very, is... like, interesting to listen to. Yeah, he's super interesting. Sometimes, like, though, the comments he makes make it seem like he has more hands-on experience. He's not a murderer. He literally <laughs> spends his life giving <laughs> respect and reverence to the dead, and I think that's a very noble thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Steph does not agree. <laughs> Steph does not care about dead people. Is what you need to get from this. Okay, but like, what is there? Like, you mean like a body or a dead person? And I know that has deceased. I don't know. Like, you care just, about he... their spirits. So I think he's like, like he does the work he does is helpful for their families and the grieving process. He is very interesting to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like you, you guys should go and give it a try if you want to. I love it. Let just, me know what you think. I'm just saying sometimes the comments that he makes makes it oh my seem God. like... No, he's just... not a murderer. Okay, guys, well, let me know if you're also in love with him. No one really knows that, though. I could no be a murderer. Oh, we okay. could all be murderers, really. If you were a Gemini, I would be more on board with thinking that. <laughs> you're cancer, you're harmless. <laughs> So it seems. Okay. <laughs> you saw that serial killer list. I'm the real risk here. Yeah, that's true. Big Virgo energy. <laughs> Jesus. Alrighty. People. Tell me about tell me what you're gonna tell me about today, Steph. I have a very fun subject for you guys today. And my I'm subject very excited. is Sasquatch. I had no idea that was coming. That was brand new to me. <laughs> Insert shock here. Yeah. Um, Pikachu face. <laughs> so uh, we're doing our homeboy Sasquatch. Well, it could be anything. Our home we cryptid. cryptid. We, yeah. Yeah. We love cryptids here. So a cryptid, uh, we've covered this quite often, but for those that don't know, a cryptid is a creature um, who has their presence are known about, but the scientific scientific community has not been able to prove because they're sneaky as fuck or perhaps they don't exist but no they're sneaky okay Okay. sneaky they're like james bond sneaky can't catch them sneaky (laughs) so sasquatch he she our our creature sasquatch is a large muscular this is the word i stumble upon the last time you gave up on me no Bipedal? Bipedal? Bipedal. 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 Yeah. Okay. So a large okay. muscular bipedal ape-like creature. Um, so Sasquatch, their length or like height ranges between so I have meters and feet for uh, all of our listeners. So wow. it ranges from 1.8 to 4.6 meters tall. Jesus or... Christ, four meters? Yeah. Jesus. And for Christ. our other listeners. Who have not clued in how tall it is. Six to fifteen feet tall. That's fucking tall. Oh yeah. Big boy. Big girl. <laughs> Big cryptid. <laughs> Big them. They might be a baby. Yeah. Um, so Sasquatch, aside from being a giant, um, so there's uh they could, they're covered in fur. Fur could be a reddish brown color, a dark brown color, or just black fur. Uh very broad shoulders, no neck, and very long arms. 
Okay. They also have glowing yellow to red eyes. Uh, and that typically, once you've, this is from the notes that I've, I've read, the research, the glowing eyes is the first clue that this is not a human. That's because the first clue humans... that it's like 12 feet <laughs> fucking tall. Uh, so it's your first clue that's not human or that it's not an ape because apes don't have glowing eyes. You think? Yeah. Unless they're like uranium <laughs> apes. Uranium <laughs> apes. Milo's sleeping. He had oh, a dream. Oh. I kicked Lewis out. Lewis is his own creature now. Okay. Did Milo just jump? You made a sound for sure. Are you okay? He looks okay. Okay. Go back to bed. Um, yeah. So uh, when so normally you are alerted to the presence of a Sasquatch by a very foul smell. Oh yum. So that's when you know that something's up. Um, the Sasquatch is able to travel very quietly, which allows Sasquatch to sneak up on his prey. Okay, wait a sec. Wait a sec. You yeah. said it's bipedal. You said that they could yeah. be like almost 12 feet tall and that it stinks. Yeah. You know what that describes? What? A grizzly bear. No. Okay. Because <laughs> it's the swinging... So, the reason why that's a no is because when they do walk, human. Okay, so they swing their arms. Okay. Yeah, because they swing it's just a like bear pendulum with action. Because the bear will like a bear like penguin walks, you know? Do, 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 do. You know? <laughs> do, do, do. Imagine like pingu with claws. <laughs> oh. So if you guys are taking a hike, I don't know why, but if you're hiking and you're do, 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 it's a bear. Um so uh, oh Sasquatch lives in the forests of North America, uh, spe- so basically all around North America, uh, specifically Northwestern U.S. and Canada. Um, I have some stats as to where they are seen mainly in Canada, but that's going to be at the end of the episode. So uh, I'm gonna stay laugh tuned. The same places people see grizzly bears. Emma, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So they're they're sneaky boys. Uh, and what else do I have in my notes here about them? Um, they communicate with high pitched cries. Okay. Or that's they terrifying. bang sticks on trees. So that's, that's how they cool. like, if you hear like banging, Sasquatch. Either Travis Barker <laughs> or Sasquatch. Yeah. Um, they're believed to be omnivorous. Uh, and they typically travel, they're typically That's nocturnal, nice. but they will have a day watcher to protect their group since they are social creatures. So they travel in like families or like a pack. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So they usually will have someone on like day watch. Um, so they're basically all in all, they're very fast and nimble creatures. No. Uh, so there is... so. Like I've said, they travel in their like in their family or small group, but they are also related to other type of cryptids from around the world. So they're related to the Yet the Yeti in the Himalayan regions, the Australian Yowie, uh, believed to be related to the Almas in Yemen, the skunk ape in South Eastern U.S., and for the people in the 
for people that know Bigfoot, Bigfoot is essentially the same thing as Sasquatch, just a different uh, area. Cool. I was going to ask, actually. Oh, well, there you go. Answered. Boom. Read my mind, Steve. <laughs> so the origin of Sasquatch. So the Sasquatch actually has a uh, native origin. So these. I'm going to massacre these names. I'm very, very sorry. I've listened to videos before this, and I obviously they're somewhat hard to pronounce. So the Stilis First Nation, um, they believe in Sasquets, uh, which is one of the most important, revered creature in their belief system. Um, and Sasquets, I, I know I didn't pronounce it correctly because I was watching this video. Um, let me just find the name of the video. It is Vancouver is awesome. And um, it's actually like a five minute view. It's very fun. Oh, cool. And the, the, the host met with one um, person of the Stylus uh, First Nation community. And they were like talking about it and they like taught the guy how to pronounce the word and it took like seconds but you'd see like it'd been going on for a very long time and even the host did not get it close but i digress <laughs> so it's sasquits uh and it's one of the most important revered creature in their belief system um so it is a giant hairy man of the woods and they the the creature is believed to be a natural creature that passes through our world and the spirit world and is a, sh- a shapeshifter Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and that is why, since they're able to shapeshift and kind of pass through both words to their supernatural abilities, that is why no one has actually really caught a sesquits. Um, So people who, and it is also believe that if you see one, hear one, or smell one, um, that is believed to be a blessing because they gave you the opportunity to notice them. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're so rare, right? Like, that's a cool opportunity. Yeah. Um, so that is the origin of Sasquatch. And uh, specifically the origin of the word Sasquatch is super interesting. So in the 1920s, J.W. Burns was a government Indian agent um, that was said to live with the nation. At that point, they were named the Jihadis Band. Um, so with them for about 20 years. Kept hearing about Sasquets, uh, kept hearing about this giant hairy man of the woods, and also kept, like, in all of, like, the tapestry that they've shown in that little video, like, Sasquets is always at the center, because he's the center of their belief system of the world, and he's one of the most important, the revered creatures. Um, so after hearing so much about it, on, he decided to write an article about them, and that was published in the McLean's magazine. So that article came out on April 1st of 1929. So two things. He, there's a typo in the article. So he wrote Sasquatch. So that, so essentially J.W. Bourne's coined the word Sasquatch. We don't know if it was a mistake or if it was Burns trying to like anglicize the word. Um, But regardless, that's where that word is, has come from. And now another thing, since it came, um, so the article brought a lot of um, attention to uh, Sasquatch with two different types of results. So a lot of people were super interested into it, believed that, wanted to know more about it. And other people 
because it pub was published on April Fool's Day, thought it was a hoax. Oh no, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so the belief system of Sasquatch now Sasquatch is a true belief, like it is a creature that is uh still a part of the um the nation's belief system, especially the Systalis. No, I did not pronounce that right. It is the Systalis, I think. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do your best. And again, guys, as um, always, always feel welcome to correct us. You yes. Um so it is something that is believed till to the, believed to be true still to this day within that belief system. But because of that, then that kind of like tumbled and people started making hoaxes about it. And then there's the whole like, if it was true, why didn't we find them yet? Their belief system explains it. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so types of, I have a list of how... Um, so what can happen in an encounter with a Sasquatch? So, Ooh, okay. yeah, so encounters could be obviously seeing one, um, finding their footprints, also finding these um, types of, they call them sticks, stick sculptures, but they're not like small little sticks that you and I can carry. Like these are like trees broken in half or bent in a certain way Jesus. that isn't natural and is someone that's like, insanely strong that can move these around um and a counter where you actually like see or hear them would be milo's very upset wants to leave the room give me one second i will be right back oh yay i never had to do it this dead air time but now it's just us guys remind staff that i'm the true power here I am the ultimate of the duo. Hi, staff. Welcome back. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So <laughs> encounter wise, <laughs> um, they could be like a blurry, uh, large presence in your peripheral vision. Uh, they also do this thing called tree peeking where they hide behind a tree and just kind of like peek next to it to look at you quickly. Uh, you'll hear some heavy breathing, some high pitched screams, some grunts. Um, at night, you'll see their eyes uh, that are extremely high and higher to at a higher height than what is expected to be an animal and just kind of glowing them dark. There's that foul smell that you'll smell. Um, and also oh, specifically, if you get close, <laughs> yeah, if you get close to their dwelling or like another, like a baby Sasquatch or usually like a female Sasquatch, if they're trying to protect their um, their little family, you will have like boulders and tr tree trunks thrown at you oh my god yeah so you'll have like these large like something very large thrown at you it usually starts with the small so the smaller the object the less close you are but you're still too close and the larger the object gets the closer you are to them this is like a warning like yeah diggity back the fuck up mm-hmm um so that's technically what you would encounter in um what you would kind of experience during an encounter um, to, for the community that believes in Sasquatch and are, there is like a huge like research community about uh, on Sasquatch. So there is a, about four or no, three pieces of evidence to the existence of Sasquatch. So one of the most popular ones is the, uh, the footprints. So 
you'll see a lot of like casts, pictures, videos of these enormous footprints. So footprints usually are 610 millimeters long to 200 millimeters <laughs> wide. Uh, and that would also be 24 inches long to eight inches wide. Um, footprints resemble to a human footprint with like the five toes would just be massive. Uh, and then some of the footprints will have some large claws attached to the foot as well. Um, and then another th another thing of uh, that is quite odd about these foot footprints is that they're the stride that it takes between each is massively large, way too long to be a human. Well, yeah, it has to be gigantic to like have that distance. Yeah. So that's one type of evidence. Another one is those sticks sculptures I was telling you about. So a lot of people, when they uh, go hiking in the woods or they're looking for them, they'll go deep in the woods and that's where they'll see these structures. So like trees or trees are bent over or these massive stacks of woods are made in like a week sorry um a weird shape that isn't natural and isn't something that we can do Jeez. so these sculptures usually alert researchers that a sasquatch den is nearby so that is evidence number two evidence number three which is obviously the most uh, famous one are videos and photographs of sasquatch so a lot of people uh will like take out their shoe little phones and videotape something from very far away and they're like, it's a Sasquatch! Um, <laughs> most of the time they end up being a hoax. Um, I was, oh my god, my little open door scared the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go close the door so that doesn't happen again. Jesus, me <laughs> Being of chaos. Little boshier. Um... Like when I was going through the articles, I saw this one video of these people in BC. I don't quite remember where. Near Aspen, I think. Okay. Um, it was so they're like, States. yeah. Okay. It was in Aspen. It was somewhere. I'm not sure. It was either BC or Aspen, one of the two. Okay. So these people are like hiking this really high mountain and then they they film a dark spot from very far away and they're like, it's a Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> commentary was like why would anyone be up here like obviously it's a sasquatch no one would be here and i'm like are you there sure? yeah <laughs> could be someone like you filming you saying it's a sasquatch um <laughs> so a lot of videos and pictures always end up being a hoax but there are some videos um and photographic evidence that in the latest year that have been promising with current technology, especially. Specifically, um, if you guys look up Todd Stanton, so he's a like very popular researcher in that um, community. He actually has a few videos and pictures of Sasquatch in the Rocky Mountains. Um, I've looked them up and like they're very interesting. I'm not an okay. expert, so I like I don't know if like they could be doctored. Like I wouldn't know how to say yes or no. But they're really cool. So there is a video of like this strange looking face kind of looking out from very far away. Um, there's one of a Sasquatch It's claimed to be like he's standing up and then crouching down. And then there's another one of a Sasquatch climbing a mountain. Oh. So really cool. Um, but those are the type of evidence you would have. Um, 
And then I have some other, so like I mentioned Todd Santin from the Sylvanic, Sylvanic Bigfoot YouTube channel. That's where you'd find a lot of his stuff. Um, so his main mission is to work with a team of researchers to find definitive proof to eventually get protection of the species. So that's what oh, he wants. Okay. He wants to make the, so in a lot of states in the U.S., uh, well, not a lot, but a few, some, it is illegal to hunt and kill a Bigfoot. Okay. So that's his kind of like mission to make it completely illegal because he truly believes in the species and doesn't want them to, um, to kind of get hunted if and when they prove that they do exist, right? Yeah. Um, so that's his uh, whole goal. Um, there was also in 2011, so CTV published an article from the Senior Paranormal Society. So they were out in the woods and they have these, so they managed to get some DNA from a footprint of a Sasquatch case. Um, so the footprint was conserved in lab for further testing. Um, nothing from the article. I didn't see more about it. But what was interesting is that they also had a vehicle with them. And on the the windows, there's an impression of a face on the window looking in. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So the lips were seven inches long. And then the nose was five inches wide. So. Jeez Louise. Yeah. A big face. And it could um, be masked, but yeah. Emma. <laughs> Skepticism <laughs> from me. On this uh, it's also like squished into the window. So like I feel like when you squish your face, it spreads. Yeah. But that's, you know, it's one of the most recent-ish finding that I found. And now I have that like fun facts for you. Of sightings. So the Bigfoot Field Research Organization. So this was an article published in, on CTV in 2015. So they have an online map of sightings. So between 1958 and 2010, there are 67 recorded sightings in Ontario. A was found in Rouge National Park in the greater Toronto area. And that's okay. like basically four hours away from us. So that's close. Um, giving weird positions, Stephanie. Oh. <laughs> Four hours away could be in any direction, people. That is true. I'm just teasing. <laughs> um, between 1924 and 2013, there's 130 recorded sightings in BC. And BC seems to be like a very popular area. Specifically, let me find uh, Harrison Hot Springs. Um that community is a huge believer in Sasquatch to even have like, like annual like vacation holiday days for a Sasquatch. Well, that's um, kind of cool. Yeah. Huge, huge believers. Um, there's 30 sightings in Alberta, 31 in Manitoba, still within that time frame of 1924 to 2013, seven in New Brunswick and in Saskatchewan, five in the Yukon territory, four in Quebec and in the U S in the Ohio State alone, uh, there's 257 sightings. Oh, shit. Yeah, so they're busy in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, Sasquatch just mm-hmm. doing the most. So that is the Sasquatch. I love it. Very fun. Yeah. Very fun stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I aim for. 
little sassy. I mean, he's big in BC. You know, it's also big in BC, grizzly bears, but just, just. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've covered this. They walk like a human. Be- the grizzlies go two, 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 like a penguin. Two, 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 two. Like a two, two. Yeah. <laughs> that way, teddy bears are called two, two, because <laughs> they go two, two, two. Exactly. Oh wow! There you Love go. Me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh god okay so as you guys may remember uh yes steve agreed to play some zelda with me mm-hmm. i'm very excited about so this week i thought i would go through some of my favorite uh creepy well monsters specifically that i think are kind of creepy from okay. the zelda games okay fun 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 uh it's gonna be in alphabetical order because i'm trying to get as many of the descriptions from the Zelda Encyclopedia as I can as possible because I'm a big nerd so I do have the (laughs) Zelda Encyclopedia in front of me Mm -hmm. and obviously I'm not going to hit on every single creepy monsters in the series because there are literally let's see let me see how many pages are in the monsters section let's see 160 pages 162 through okay still turning pages oh my god <laughs> I'm switching pages. Yeah, pages 162 through 214 are all different monsters. So obviously, this is not. A We're going to read podcast. every single one of them. Yeah, every single one. Get ready. And I'm just doing ones that I find creepy. If you find other ones creepy, cool. too bad. Happy for you. <laughs> Love that for you. So the first, I think, is actually one of the creepiest monsters in the Zelda series. I, when I was a kid, I literally thought this was like someone that had been beheaded and had their hands cut off. Gross. So his name is Bongo Bongo. Okay. And in the encyclopedia, he is called, it says, the phantom shadow beast Bongo Bongo was sealed at the bottom of the well in Kakariku village until its power grew enough for it to break free. As the boss of the shadow temple, spoiler alert, it cannot be seen without the lens of truth. Link must fight this beast, which hangs from the ceiling and attacks by striking the ground like a drum, as well as charging Link and slamming down his massive fists. That does not do it justice. So, <laughs> picture this. Mm-hmm. You are a, at this point, Link's like 17 in the adventure, which is cool. Uh, happy for him that he is not a complete child facing this. But yeah. he's literally standing on like, and it says the ground like a drum. No, it's like, it's like a, you're literally standing on a drum and it sounds like bongos when he hits it. Um, and coming down from the ceiling and it's just the torso it's this gray decaying looking corpse looking colored torso and where it's like neck would be um it's like the head was cut off and it's instead of like a head it's like an eyeball which kind of looks like it's like a spine and flesh playing it milo i muted myself because he's screaming so we'll remute myself again He's oh angry. <laughs> wow. I will go check it out. <laughs> wow, Miloš. Okay. Well, staff's gone. If you guys have any highlights from our Zelda adventure that you would like to see, or if there's any, like, side quests you really want to hit, or any moments where you really want me to capture staff's reaction, please let me know, and I'll try to make that happen. Um, also, if you have any other, like, suggestions for games that you'd like to see her react to i say her react to because she's much more likely to get scared of the two of us also let me know because we can make that happen it would be fun um i'm back 
Hey, Steph, did you hear me? Of course. Great. <laughs> Excellent. I will not react to anything. <laughs> Steph is like, absolutely not. I'm not signed up for this. <laughs> Milo was upset because there's uh, people walking on the street. Oh my god, how dare they? I know, they're fucking rude, man. Honestly. This <laughs> is his <laughs> God. Okay, yeah, so he's like hanging from the ceiling. His hands are detached at the wrists and they're like kind of phantomly moving around. So it's like you're fighting this like headless corpse with like phantom hands and the head, like where the head would be coming out of the neck, it's just like this like reddish eye thing staring at you. Oh. It's fucking creepy. I know. So my next one, uh, this one has a deceivingly like cheerful name. Okay. It's called a bubble. Oh. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, it's actually like this skull and oh. has glowing eyes. And where the ears would be, it usually has these like little like bat wings. Gross. At least in like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. In later games, it doesn't always. Like in later games, it sometimes just has like um, a different colored fire around it. Oh. But they like, ba- they literally just like bounce around into you and attack you. Oh, no, I think I got murdered by a few of those. Uh, yeah, they might be. I don't know if they're in. Yeah, they must be in that. Yeah, because yeah. there's little bites, like bats that keep flying around and kicking my ass. No, no, those are those are keys. We're going to talk about those oh. later. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry! That's okay. And these come, like, in different colors. So they usually come in red, blue, or green. With mm. their fire. Uh, the next one's not actually creepy, but I think it's the best enemy in the entire game, and it's called the business scrub. Oh, fun. <laughs> uh, it's literally a scrub, and, like, it fires Zapy seeds at you, and you fire them back at them with your shield, and they sell you things of the price. And I just think that's so funny. <laughs> business scrub selling you shit. Honestly, so fun. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about is, I think, like, it's uh, literally one of the coolest enemies in Zelda. Um, okay. I first experienced him in my childhood when I was playing the iconic and not terrible. Because some people hate on this fucking water temple and they have no reason to. But they hate on the water <laughs> temple and I think it's really cool. And of course, I'm talking about Dark Link. So Dark Link, it's Link, but he's like Shadow. Okay. And he has like, he's like literally like all in this like complete like ash black and he has glowing red eyes Hmm. yeah it's so cool and you fight him at the water temple and if you fight him on the water he literally mirrors all your moves so you can't damage him he's like it's very unsettling apparently he's supposed to be like evil within link gross it's so cool so so cool um, another one, and I think this one's actually going to, like, freak you out when you see it. It's called Dead Hand. It's disgusting. So, imagine if a zombie and a slug had a baby. Okay. Okay, so imagine that. So fun. And he, like, slowly, like, creeps towards you. And his mouth, when he screams at you, extends to, like, five times as wide as it should like instead of like it goes long down so it's horrifying Ew. and he pops he has these like four hands usually that are out of the ground that are connected to his slug body or he otherwise control somehow and if you get to be close to the hands they grab you so that he can run up to you and bite you and kill you Ew. 
I know. It's so fun. I'm really excited for you to encounter them. <laughs> okay. What's next? Oh, of course. Uh, pose. So pose are super cool. I'm actually going ahead because I didn't want to just like turn pages and make you guys wait while I was turning pages. But pose are super cool. Pose <laughs> are like the ghosts of Zelda. Okay. And you can either find regular pose, just like normal pose, which are just called pose, or you can find big pose. And pose, um, you can catch them, put them in bottles, and you actually sell them to this like creepy guy in the ruins of uh, one of the towns. I'm not going to say the town because I don't want to get spoilers for stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're ghosts. They're super creepy looking. I love them. I think they're very fun. Uh, the next one, going back to the alphabetical order, is also like deceivingly named. Okay, when I say floor master, what do you think, stuff? Floor master? Yeah. I picture a vacuum. That's what I would think too, or a dancer, like the master of the floor. <laughs> Did you expect it would be a disembodied hand that runs around like a spider? No, that's what's it thing? Yeah, from the Adams family. Yeah. Except this one has like monster claws and stuff. Ew. Oh, that was so fun, floor master. And <laughs> um, in certain temples, you like you're you'll be like walking around and you'll see this like circular shadow forming above you and if you don't get out of the shadow fast enough the floor master will grab you and like take you away Ew. i know how fun is that i think it's the most fun um no gandorf is not creepy you're not gonna talk about gandorf in this <laughs> oh my god of course gibdos okay so gibdos are super cool gibdos appear in both Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, so you'll be coming into them. So Gibdos are mummies. And they, like, shamble towards you. Called Gibdos. Um, So, yeah, they're, like, mummies that shamble towards you, and when they scream, you, like, Link freezes so that they can jump on you and eat you. Very fun. Yeah, very fun, very great, very gross, very (laughs) frightening, uh, very attack- very not nice. Uh, next, we're going to talk about keys. So keys, which uh, kill staff frequently. <laughs> uh, she tries to survive uh, the world of Hyrule are basically bats. And they usually fly around as groups. Sometimes in different temples, they can become ice keys or like fire keys. And they will attack you while on fire, which kind of is terrifying to me because if something on fire flew at me, I would not love that. Yeah. Yeah, not fun. Mm-mm. No, not fun at all. Uh, the last one I'm going to talk about, because I'm going to keep this one kind of short and sweet because I don't want to give away too many surprises that uh, Steph is going to encounter. I'm are... taking notes. <laughs> oh my God. I literally <laughs> imagine you like you're in school, just like scribbling it all down, okay. like this and okay. this and this and this. <laughs> This will kill you. This will kill you. <laughs> Everything is out to kill you. So these are actually called the Redead. And I think the Redead are the scariest monsters in the Legend of Zelda. Um, when I was a kid, they fucking freaked me out. And like, I don't get that freaked out by things. So these are basically reanimated corpses. So like Gross. Redead. But they might be real alive. I don't know. I didn't name them. That would make more sense because they were dead and now they're not, so they're real alive. Yeah. Once we, you kill a real alive, then they're re dead. <laughs> that is a great point, Steph. 
<laughs> oh, I lied. I'm going to talk about one more thing after this. Okay. Um, so the redads are, they're basically what's said to be inside the Gibdos, which are like mummies. So uh-huh. these are like emaciated zombies. And anywhere in Zelda where it's like a scary place, so like graveyards usually, or like tombs, or like other spooky places. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll kind of be like shambling around and they like kind of like groan they're like oh <laughs> <I'm scary." laughs> um, but they kind of like are groaning walking around the way zombies usually would and when they see Link they shriek super loudly and oh. Link is like frozen in place and they li- okay. they literally if you, they get to you they jump on you like you know like how you would slide down a fireman pole when you were a kid mm-hmm. they jump on you like that okay <laughs> and they like <laughs> scream and attack you until you die while holding onto you like a fucking kid on a fire pole. it's so like unpleasant it's, it's so unpleasant <laughs> i find it like so gross mm-hmm. Actually, i lied i'm gonna talk about two more because i keep seeing ones that i think are so great stop lying so, to us emma how are I people going to it. trust it's, us it's who i am because <sighs> well, they're such iconic like creepy thing so next is stalfos okay so skeletons are fucking abundant apparently in hyrule and termina Mm -hmm. and legend of zelda and all the other places that the legend of zelda takes place and they come in different forms so you can have like stalfos which are like people skeletons you can have stall children which are like kids skeleton sized fun um there's uh stall hounds which are like wolves or dog skeleton kind of things. Little Milo's. Uh, yeah, little Milo's or Louise. Yeah. And then there's like stall horses. Oh. And usually they like in whatever shape, shape they come in and like I didn't touch all of them because there's like a fucking mountain of them. Uh you actually probably encounter them in uh Breath of the Wild. I do or I don't? You do. Oh I haven't talked to them yet. Have you left the Great Plateau? <laughs> no. <laughs> cool. It's going well for you, I see. <laughs> the last part where I got, I um, I met the guy that gives you a wish, and then I got attacked by bad people. I died. Gives you a wish. Yeah, I think it's been a while. Well, like no, you do like something you... for him, and then he gives you something. I think he gives you the paraglider. No, I've passed the paraglider. Okay, so you got off the plateau. Okay, so I have. It's like a music guy, I think. It's been a while. <laughs> oh, maybe the bird music guy? I don't know. I will <laughs> play okay. after this and give you guys an update next week. I'm excited because the, the sequel is supposed to come out this year, so we'll see. So I'll finish the first one. Okay. It doesn't have to on it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Anyways. The stall guys are everywhere. They're super cool. They're creepy because they're skeletons. Okay. And my last item, which I will cover, I swear, for this episode, I'll keep it relatively short because, like, the last episode I just fucking rambled on for, <laughs> is the Skulltula. Oh. Yeah. So Skulltulas are, um, like, if a skull and a spider had a horrifying baby. Gross. Yeah, so fun. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a skull pattern on its body, apparently. And, like, 
Ocarina of Time, it literally just looked like a skull with eight legs coming out of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just missing it. Oh, no, it's totally right. There's pinchers on it. So, they basically, like, are up high, usually on the ceiling or, like, a cave roof. And they just wait for you to, like, walk under them. And they usually uh-huh. hit And they just fucking drop on you and attack you. Oh, shit. Yeah. And they also come in, like, big skull tool, which are just big forms. Or waltz or waltulas. And waltulas are literally the same thing. Except they're usually on, like, vines or, like, a rock surface that Link can climb. And, oh, yeah, Steph doesn't know this. So, Steph, uh-huh. in previous Zelda games, Link could only climb certain surfaces. He couldn't just climb okay. everything. So, if there was, like, a vines or something or, like, a rock surface or a whatever, Link could climb it. But sometimes there'd be a skull on it. And if it, if you get too She'd close to them... Fucked. They, yeah, well, they, like, launch themselves at, like, Mach 5 at you and, like, send you flying off. And I hated it. Oh, all. shit. Yeah, not nice. Excessive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so those are just some of the creepy Venoms Steph's going to encounter, and I'm really excited. I'll come back. I'll report back to how she does. I will I will do great, because obviously I'm very good at these. I have a ton of faith. I don't expect at all <laughs> that I will end up playing a good chunk of it. it's too hard hard, emma it's too hard it's just gonna be me can we play animal crossing please (laughs) please i need to relax (laughs) oh my god it'll be great you guys will love it oh are you okay i just like landed into my desk (laughs) jesus (laughs) wsip help stop falling she can't get up (laughs) anyways guys that's all i had for you today yeah, we. This is a fun episode. Yeah, mixing it up, mm-hmm. keeping it funky. So, uh, you guys can review on Apple Podcasts, on Facebook. You can rate us on Spotify. You can come and find us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook again, and our. We are slowly putting our episodes on YouTube. So eventually our most up-to-date are going to be there too. So you can go and subscribe and wait for us to catch up to you. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you have any content that you want us to cover, uh, yes. please let us know. I think I'm going to be let looking into like TV shows and movies and stuff that are really scary to talk about. Fun. Fun. Um, but Yeah. Let us know. We're here for you. Here's, mm, you know, we are. Just don't uh, ask Steph to talk about anything else about aliens because she will ignore you. I have not touched an alien story in so long. I know. You will just never live that down. I need to bring it back because that 11%, they're waiting. <laughs> they're waiting. They're waiting. They the alien squad. Officer Round Pound is here for aliens. Yeah, we miss him. Do you miss he needs to come back. Hello, round pound. Hey guys. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Creepy Vibes Only. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Creepy Vibes Only Podcast. And you can send us an email at cvopodcast at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen, download our episodes, and please leave us a review, ideally a really nice one. Thanks for vibing and keeping it creepy with us. We will see you next week. Bye.